I like that. You like that? The the, the goofy picture. Yeah, I do. Or too. even a good picture, like you know the, the the dad with the kids and stuff like that. Where's the fun in that? Now I'm being sentimental. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, yeah. It's Monday. That's it's right. June fourth. It's your morning ritual. Me, Garrett Lewis, KNST, AM seven ninety. Tucson's most stimulating talk. Uh, there are three things that I think you need to know. Number one, uh, there's this story that's going around. Now it's in Nashville. It's, it's based here out of Tucson that some veterans group has come across what they call a child sex trafficking camp. I saw the videos. We have sound bites coming up. I, I don't see it, to be honest with you. I, I don't know. It looks like it's just a regular camp that illegal aliens would use, but they say it's for child sex trafficking, and there's all kinds of stuff. Uh, TPD says they investigated it, and they can't find evidence of, of any child sex trafficking, so we'll have to just see. We'll have to just see about that. Second thing that I think you need to know uh, is that uh, John McCain... Still no tweets about the great economic numbers. Still no tweets about the progress made with North Korea. But he has tweeted that he is pushing amnesty. Yes, he is promoting amnesty. He's wanting the House to get this procedural move done to force a vote on amnesty for illegal aliens. John McCain's all about it. We'll get to it. Third thing I think you need to know, uh, Kim Jong-un apparently has fired I love it says removed. We don't really know what happened to these guys. It's it's crazy, sad, but it's just, you feed them to dogs? Apparently, North Korea's top three military officials removed from their posts, according to a senior U.S. official. Now, we don't know why, right? Um, The U.S. official spoke on condition of anonymity. Was this because they were against giving up nukes? Or was it because maybe, just maybe, Kim Jong-un feared there might be a coup when he went to Singapore and he got back and he'd be taken out? We don't know. But those three guys are now gone as we get closer eight days from now. Isn't that crazy? The summit, and it could be the first of many, we don't know, between uh, America and North Korea, Trump and Un. Three things I think you need to know. So I was getting hit up all weekend long uh, from from you, maybe not you, but you. And it was all about uh, this this story about this veterans group. And, you know, this is the rough thing, okay? Uh, they took video, a lot of video, and I saw a few videos. And they're showing stuff. To me, again, I'm not a trained person at this. Um, it looks like any kind of regular camp that... that Coyotes would set up or if they're transporting illegals or illegals would set up if they're, you know, this is around I-19 in Valencia, by the way. Uh, They're inviting people to go see it. But at the same time, when a TV station went down there and and asked them questions and gave them the publicity they're looking for and said, where is the evidence? They wouldn't show it to them. It it creates a red flag for me. And and this is the sad thing. You don't want to sit back and, and I'm not making fun of these people. I'm not just automatically doubting what they're doing. Um, I mean, one of the guys is a retired Navy SEAL. Uh, they're apparently a religious group with a church trying to do really good things and really nice things and help out people in need. And I get that. 
Um, and I know there are a lot of people that are really against, I don't want to say they're against TPD. They're all for the officers. They're against Magnus. They're against Magnus's policies. They're against, um, they're against the management of it. They're against the city council and the mayor. They refuse to improve it, right? So I get that. Because some people aren't taking it seriously when TPD says we've been called out there. We investigated and we couldn't find anything. So I'm not one to, I'm not going to rip these guys. I don't know anything about this in that, in, in that aspect. I haven't been out there. Uh, I don't plan on going out there. I saw the, uh, I saw the videos. I know it's not the same. I, I get it. I get it. Um, however, however, it just, what the guy's saying is that if you go down, he says that there are certain cages, he believes, that only kids can fit in. Maybe, maybe not. I, I don't know. Uh, I'm not saying only kids can fit in that. Uh, he said there were cribs, there were toys. Well, people bring their kids across too. There are kids that come across. I mean, that's just, that's what happens. Um, for a while, apparently TBD was ignoring this, and then the, the, the public started calling so much that TBD was forced to go out there, as they should have, by the way. But now TBD is saying, stop calling us. We couldn't find any evidence of of child sex trafficking. And they said, and we are stretched thin. So we, we can't go back out there again. You just can't do it, right? Just can't do it. Uh, so it's one of those rough situations where you, you don't want to rip this. You're not really sure who who is. I mean, these people, their hearts are in the right places, right? Their hearts are in the right places. Um, but what happens is that they make videos. They put them on Facebook. They want to spread the, the, the message. I get it. So they're spreading the message that there is some kind of child sex camp, uh, child sex trafficking going on, human trafficking, and it's involving kids, and it is in um, it's in Tucson, right? Uh, I nineteen in Valencia, and they make these videos, and people see them. You know, when Rush says drive by, it's one of the most brilliant things he's ever said, because people will see the headline, whether or not they watch the video, I don't know, but they share it and they say this is terrible, and it's all based on a headline. I mean, I watched the videos, and I, I just... Did you see these videos? 880-KNST, 880-5678. Um, like, here's one thing that he said, and I'm, I'm not doubting this. He, This guy's walking around, and apparently it's... What this group does uh, is that they go around and try to help homeless veterans that are living out in the wilderness. Um, they, they do everything they can to help them. And they just stumbled across this this campsite. And it's abandoned because they said that we were onto them. Let's play 126, if you don't mind, Ryan. 126, this is what, uh, I, I don't even know this guy's name, but he's with the group. Um, listen to what he says, uh, describing what's on the trees. Here we go. But this is a rape tree, and they don't want to talk about these things. People say they don't exist. This is where little children are fastened to these trees and these restraints. And the coyotes, they got throw up their little barricades for privacy. Yeah, and then he sort of curses a little bit. So he throws up the, the the barricades for privacy, and they they do uh, atrocious acts, right? Atrocious acts. Um, it's the uh, the veterans veterans on patrol. This is Team Pulaski that was doing this. I'm not downing the whole disgusting rape tree thing, but we've seen this before, where it's just women, not just kids. But coyotes and cartel people do that to women. 
This is another thing that he said. Let's do 127, if you don't mind, Ryan. 127. Uh, this is where he's talking about the uh, where the he believes children are locked up. Here we go. And underground is this little bunker. And in that little cell, which you can't see because it's dark right now, but it goes down in the ground further. The bottom of it is lower than down here. Okay? It goes all the way down in the ground. A child can't crawl out of there. This is a child sex trafficking camp that no one wants to talk about, that no one wants to do nothing about. Again, I mean, I saw the videos, and I'm looking at it. I'm not there, so I can't say I've seen the evidence. But trust me, if somehow TPD went down there and they were told to not report this, I would have dozens and dozens of messages from people at TPD where they said, you won't believe what's going on now. And I, ha- I don't have any. Um, let's play one from the, uh, the KVOA story. Uh, 132. This is, uh, her name is Addie Rivera, and then you'll hear the, uh, the reporter from KVOA. Just real quick, listen to this. Here we go. Anybody that walks through that site will clearly know that that's sex trafficking. That's children and women being abused. They have not been out here to collect any evidence. All the evidence that has been collected has been collected by us, and we have them in our possession. We asked to see the evidence. We were told it's being stored in a private area. Hmm. That evidence has not been turned over to police. They said they're going to turn it over to Homeland Security. But if it's so bad and so overwhelming, why not just show it to the media, right? And this is where, you, you know, look, again, the, the hearts can be in the right places. You have a, a guy that was a flipping Navy SEAL. You, they don't make crazy people. They don't let crazy people become Navy SEALs. But, um, I, you know, you sit back and you just, you hope it doesn't happen. If it is, you hope it's exposed. They tried it. I'm getting hit up by everybody. I I see I see maybe just again a, a stopover for illegal aliens, which is also a big problem. If the police don't say there's evidence of this, then I don't I don't know how do you how do you sit back and say no no it is I don't care what they're saying it's I, I it's one of those things eight eight zero KNST. Eight eight zero five six seven eight. Um, we'll get your reaction. I'm sure we'll talk about it throughout the morning as well. Worth it? Okay. Before we go, all right. Uh, let's go to Earl. Earl, welcome to KNST. Hello, Earl. Hey, good morning. How are you? All right. What's happening, man? Uh, oh, not a whole lot. But hey, I drove past that camp this morning about four thirty. Okay. And there were two TPD cars parked on it. And then about 100 yards away was two civilian cars parked there. So uh, when they're saying TPD is ignoring it, I don't think so because I saw the two cars there this morning. Well, I think TPD was ignoring it for the first couple days because it apparently just happened toward the middle of last week. Yeah, that's what I heard on the yeah. uh, news reports or whatever. But. So it happened then, and then t- over the weekend, I guess, or maybe on Friday, TPD got enough calls. They went out there, and they said they couldn't find anything to, to support. To support the the child sex trafficking angle of it. Yeah, I don't know. Um, you know, it looked like just a homeless camp to me, which which included children because there was a crib there, a crib, yeah, like that. But uh, 
you know, if somebody's going to bunker in, they don't want to be seen and stuff like that. It looked like a homeless camp to me that's yeah. been well established. To me, again, I don't want to say that I'm, uh, you, what do they do? But if you're going over with kids, I mean, I, I have a 10-month-old at home who is crawling everywhere, and he's fast, and if you turn the wrong way, he's gone. Who's to say yeah. that, you know, the, hey, look, these people do whatever they do. They're tired. What if they stick their kid in a cage so he can't get away? Exactly. You know, and it, it doesn't necessarily mean it's sex trafficking. I no. I don't know how somebody comes to that conclusion just by seeing a homeless camp. Well, but he said on or, the trees. Not a homeless camp, yeah. but, a, but a, a camp uh, or a campsite where, you know, people are trying to seek shelter. Well, he said he said on the trees. On the trees are these, these like, um, shackles kind of a thing. Yeah. Well, but, yeah, I, on the news report, I saw some leather straps and stuff yeah. like that. But, you know, you might want to hang up. Uh, items, I don't know, wire or yeah. laundry or do whatever. I I just don't know how they come to a conclusion like that. I'm, I'm with you, dude. I'm with you on that. I don't wanna, again, I don't want to. I'm not trying to rip. Them. I think they're doing the right thing, but I I just I just don't see it. Yeah, I don't either. All right. Earl, so. appreciate it, man. Thank you very much. Thanks for the update. And TBD is out there, by the way, because they're worried about people trespassing on the land. It's privately owned land. Nobody knows apparently who owns it. At least these guys don't know who owns it. Um, but yeah, we'll see. 624. So if you've been around there, if you've seen this kind of stuff, and again, it's getting tens of thousands of shares on Facebook. So people are seeing it, but I, you know, it's a, it's a shocking headline and it gets your attention. And I understand that. I, I get it. Uh, but I just, I just don't, uh, I, I just don't see what exactly they're talking about. We'll continue. Uh, coming up in about five minutes, really quick. Uh, there is a Jeff Flake tweet. I couldn't believe he was so stupid to tweet this. You hear about this? It's a picture with a statement. And, you know, really, dude? So well, it's nothing about the economy. <laughs> no pro-Trump stuff uh, or congratulatory Trump stuff. We'll, we'll continue. We'll get to it coming up. KNST AM 792, Sun's most stimulating talk. 631 on this Monday. Sort of got all riled up about this. I don't think it's much of a story. Uh, not for the child sex trafficking situation. Anyway, uh, it's going to be another hot one today. It was hot this weekend, wasn't it? Uh, I mean, I feel like I'm wiped out already, and it's 74 outside. It's going to be 105 today. Uh, and guess what? It's going to be that way for apparently next Tuesday. We're looking at 99. That'll change. But we're looking at 104 tomorrow, 105 on Wednesday, 106 Thursday, 107 Friday. Uh, it's going to be hot. Because it's June in Tucson. Don't be surprised by that. So I happen to see, uh, once again, Jeff Flake. I always just check his Twitter account because it just cracks me up how much of a hater this dude is. And he still hasn't written anything positive about, uh, hey, great great economic numbers. This is great news. Good for America. Blah, 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 blah. No, it's good for Trump, too. So he doesn't like it. So he doesn't mention it. Uh, He did say that he is introducing something to try to nullify Trump's uh, tariffs that he wants to impose. Jeff, go away. Nobody likes you. So anyway, he took a picture of his son mowing their lawn. I guess they have a, they're one of the rare people with lawns, right? So Jeff Flake takes a picture of one of his sons mowing a lawn. And he writes, the worst thing about your youngest child going off to college, who's going to mow the lawn? Now, when you hear that, what goes through your mind? Uh, privileged. That's what goes through your mind? Spoiled. He's well, the kid's mowing his own lawn. 
No, he's not. Jeff has somebody to mow his lawn. That's how I see it. This is what went through my mind. And he has grass, which I do not. So he is privileged and spoiled. If you had grass, you'd make your wife mow it, which would be totally fine. There you go. This is what went through my mind. My reply went through. This is what went through. So I replied because I had to. Ready? At Jeff Flake. Why don't you hire one of those illegal aliens that you brag about protecting in your book? Right? They need jobs. Hire them. Your family did. You loved it. You said you threw off Border Patrol when they came to raid. Uh, You did everything you could. Yeah. Do it. Do it. So anyway, his cohort, his Uncle John, John McCain, uh, again, also not tweeting out anything about the phenomenal economic numbers for this country. Uh, Instead, good old John McCain is tweeting out for amnesty. I'll tell you about that coming back. And then guess, guess what? Italy. There are so there are more European countries heading toward America. Uh, what, what our view is toward refugees and illegal immigration. Did you hear what the Italian, the, the new uh, immigration chief, basically in Italy said? Oh, that's coming up right now. It's Fox. Jenny. Yes. What's up? Another week. We're in June. We were there on Friday. Um, Six forty-one. I know it's it's like literally flying by, flying by. My kid's gonna be in kindergarten in two months. Then what? He'll be graduating. Yep. It's crazy. Uh, three things I think you need to know. Number one, there, uh, there's a story. It's gone viral. I don't see a lot to it, though, uh, that there is some kind of... It looks like there's a camp where illegal aliens would, uh, would spend the night or rest or whatever, whether it was set up by coyotes or illegals themselves. I don't know. But there's a veterans group that claims it's child sex trafficking, but they're not showing any evidence to the media. Um, TBD did check it out. And they said there's no evidence of child sex trafficking. It's at I-19 in Valencia. Um, but that's all we know for now. Uh, I, I personally, and I watch videos, I, I don't see it. Second thing that I think you need to know, John McCain tweets out that he is pushing for amnesty. Thanks for showing up again. Good old John. We'll get into, by the way, the whole, um, the whole, the whole uh, faux outrage uh, by Ken Bennett from, from Doug Ducey and the establishment by saying uh, that uh, that uh, Ken Bennett is out of line by saying he would not, if he were governor, he would not appoint Cindy McCain to be senator. Apparently that's too much. Get out of here. Get bent. Uh, third thing that I think you need to know, the North Korean dictator, Kim Jong-un, has removed, we don't know what he did with them, fired him, killed him, we don't know, but the top three military commanders in North Korea removed by Kim Jong-un before the Singapore summit. We don't know if it's because he was worried they were going to start a coup. And kill him when he got back from Singapore, or if they were just against denuking, we don't know. But that's the latest there. Three things I think you need to know. And then you have the story about, uh, you know, Trump. I can pardon myself, Rudy saying, do you think people are even caring about this right now? I mean, you sit back at this is what, just because the media is talking about it. Trump said, um, I have the absolute right to pardon myself, but why would I do that when I've done nothing wrong? That's the see the media is just saying Trump. I have the right to pardon myself. They're leaving out why would I do that when I've done nothing wrong? That's the only thing about that story that bothers me. <clears throat> anyway, um, and by the way, I'm getting this. People are hitting me up on Twitter, on Facebook, everywhere. What's going on? The latest on uh, this uh, this this story about this camp. 
And, and I told the guy, there's no update. Guy's like, give me an update. I said, there's no update. It's not much of a story. They're not showing any evidence. So he writes back, so why did they blow it up on social media and threaten a standoff? How the hell do I know? Because it's a shocking thing, and people read headlines and hear two seconds and then share it. And then two seconds and share it. And they go, wait, child sex trafficking in Tucson, terrible in the comment. It's, it's drive-by stuff. At the moment. Yeah. So, I mean, I, you know, I, again, I just, unless you, and then listen, I know they listen to these people. If you actually want to call up and you want to tell me that there is evidence and you have it, you're more than welcome. 880-KNST, 880-5678. Until then, what do you want from me? Uh, John McCain. Again, John McCain, still nothing on the great economic news, the North Korea, nothing like that. No, no, no. He randomly tweets out over the weekend, I strongly support the bipartisan effort in the House to file a discharge petition to reopen the debate on immigration reform and bring up our USA Act for a vote. Congress can't ignore this critical issue and many lives it impacts any longer. Basically saying he is important, he's endorsing a push for amnesty. That's what it is. There are 25 rhino Republicans and a whole bunch of Democrats in the House. Um, if they sign, if there, if there's, they need 25 rhinos. They have, they have close to it. If they get 25 rhinos to sign this petition by June 18th, they can team up with 193 Democrats and get a floor, a floor vote on June 25th for this amnesty. Right? That's what it would do. It would um, back a plan that would provide back cheap labor. Um, it would give work permits to at least 2 million younger illegals over the next bunch of years, and then allow millions more to come here through chain migration uh, after 2030. Now, they could vote all they want. Trump would, uh, Trump would veto this in, in a hot second. But this is what they're trying to do. It's like this random rule... You vote on this on the first and third, like, Monday or first and third Thursday of every month to get these discharge things to kind of counteract all this other stuff, blah, 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 blah. This is the best this guy can do. This is what they're doing. You have a bunch of people that want cheap labor. You have a bunch of people that want, you know, they think that they have to get the Hispanic vote by doing this, which is such an insult, by the way. And John McCain is tweeting out support for this. Dude, go away. Go, just, you know, just, you can resign now. And Ducey can appoint a Republican. That's what you can do. It's as simple as that. But he's not doing it. Uh, and this is the, you know, our two senators, what a bunch of morons. One is talking about he's trying to nullify Trump's tariffs. His kid, you know, he's worried he's going to mow his lawn. All this other stuff. The other one's tweeting out for amnesty. Oh, we need amnesty, blah, 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 blah. All the, go away. And then the faux outrage we talked about very quickly at the end of the show on Friday. I wanted to bring it up again today. Um, uh, Ken Bennett, there's a story. Ken Bennett's trying to fundraise off this. Listen, we had Ken Bennett on the show. Did not do the greatest of jobs when it came to um, how to handle Red for Red. He ripped into Doug Ducey, but he, you know, when we asked him questions, he didn't really have many answers. So, anyway, uh, there was a story. Apparently, Ken Bennett said he would not. If you vote me governor, basically, I will not appoint Cindy McCain to fill any vacancy for Senate. And apparently, by doing that, 
That was like the worst thing ever. And like Doug Ducey started crying or something and whining and complaining through his spokesperson and everything else. Why is that so bad? And then you got the head of the Republican Party. What was that guy's name? You got the head of the Republican Party tweeting out how pathetic it was and everything else. He's the chairman of the Arizona GOP. Get get out of here. This is ridiculous. And uh, Doug Ducey, uh, uh, you know, and McCain, according to Ken Bennett, a quote, pretty tight. We know this. We know it. Uh, There's a story uh, from Capital Media Services, Howard Fisher. He does all the politics for the state. And he said, uh, Ken Bennett said to him, you look for where your potential votes are and you differentiate yourself to those groups so you try to get their vote. No kidding. So he's basically trying to defeat Ducey by saying, I'm not with McCain. There's a decent chance that may work. Look, if people had it with Jeff Flake, John McCain is not very far off. I mean, a lot of people see him as one and the same. So Ken Bennett's just sitting back explaining, look, McCain had the chance to get rid of Obamacare. He didn't do it. Right? So that's a way that I could differentiate from Doug Ducey. Doug Ducey seems to be close with a guy that kept Obamacare going. And uh, this isn't royalty. Right? This isn't royalty. So uh, Doug Ducey gave a comment after Ken Bennett's, when Ken Bennett said, I would not, uh, I would not, I would not appoint Cindy McCain. Doug Ducey called Ken Bennett's comments, quote, indecent. How is that indecent? This is where you become a fraud and you try to gin stuff up. We don't fall for this crap anymore. Yeah, the party chairman, Jonathan Lines, Tweeted, I'm disappointed in you to Ken Bennett. Get out of here, dude. Anyway, Ducey said, they say more about a person that said them than I ever could, meaning the comments, because you know, they wanted people, they want him to rip, rip Ken Bennett. Um, and then the head of the Arizona GOP, Jonathan Lyon, said, regardless of your personal feelings towards the McCains, this type of attack has zero place in our party or our state. Why? Somebody's saying that I'm not going to do what people don't want. I'm not, I'm not going to appoint someone to keep a succession of McCains going in power. How was that bad? Maybe we should. Was there any way to contact this uh, this Jonathan Lines? I'm sure he won't come on the show, right? Enough is enough. Uh, Six fifty one. I'm just over all this fake. What? What? I looked it up on Friday. Oh we're, yeah, we were talking about it. Yes, and the only thing I came up with was a Facebook. Yeah, there's not really unless you want to contact the Arizona. And he won't talk about it. I guarantee they won't talk about it. Brave enough to send a tweet, and then after that, they realize they stepped it and go, holy crap, more people hate McCain than we really realized. Man, th- this this isn't good right now. So I guarantee you, I guarantee you, um, they'll shut up at this point. Now, when it comes to uh, illegal immigration, it's interesting that Italy has people that are tougher on illegal immigration than John McCain. Did you hear about this? Italy has a new interior minister. And what he said about refugees and illegal aliens is awesome. And more European countries are coming to this. Not Germany, but more European countries are. I'll get it to you coming up. 652, back in five. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Man. You're just saving money left and right, aren't you, Ryan? I'm, I'm trying, man. Good for you. 
It's 7.08. It's Monday, June 4th. It's your morning ritual with me. When you got college and club baseball to pay for. Yeah, you oh, do. Gosh. And your wife's habits. <laughs> Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> okay. Gary Lewis, KNST AM 792 sounds most stimulating talk. <laughs> Three things I think you need to know. Number one, uh, there are reports throughout the weekend, videos spreading like wildfire. I'm still getting this morning, people not tuning in at 6. Hey, have you seen this? Uh, I-19 in Valencia, a homeless camp, right? Uh, there's this veterans group that claims there's child sex trafficking going on there. Uh, I watched the videos. I did not see any evidence. TPD was finally, they finally responded. They didn't see any evidence. Media went down there. The group, the veterans group wouldn't show the media the evidence. Said it was uh, locked away somewhere. I, you know, it's just, people are all fired up because they see the headline, child sex trafficking. They share it. They get outraged. Who wouldn't be outraged by it? But I, I, I don't buy it. I don't buy it. Not yet. At least I don't, I don't see it. Second thing that I think, like I still think illegals are using that as a little camp to set up and go somewhere else in the country, but they didn't show any evidence of child sex trafficking. Anyway, second thing that I think you need to know, John McCain's out there tweeting his support. Yes, his support for amnesty. We just talked about it. Yes, tweeting his support for amnesty. Nothing about the great economy, what's going on in North Korea, blah, blah, blah. Nope, all about the amnesty. Wants the House to get this procedural thing done to force a vote for uh, amnesty for millions of illegals. Good luck with that, Johnny boy. Third thing, I think you need to know, North Korean dictator removed three of his top military officials before of the uh, the meeting he's going to have with Trump next Tuesday in Singapore. Why? Nobody really knows. There's speculation these guys didn't want their nukes to be, uh, I guess, uh, 86th. Uh, there's also speculation that Kim Jong-un thought these guys might want to uh, overthrow him when he got back from Singapore. So he had them removed. We don't exactly know what that means. Three things I think you need to know. Yes, there's been stories in the news. <clears throat> and I had this lined up. And I even got an email just a little while ago. Did I hear that right about the water? That the city of Tucson, the the Tucson water is so broke, they want to charge people more money that live outside of Tucson. Yes, they want to charge people live outside of the city more money. Yeah, they're they're thinking about it, Uh, and they let it leak to uh, the press release guy, the official press release porter of uh, press release reporter of Tucson, Bud Foster. Uh, They it's called a trial balloon. Let Bud do a story on it. See what the reaction is if we can go forward. Bud, we need you to do something. Listen, it happens. Right? It happens. Um, the, the water rates are going up. City of Tucson's broke. So why not, you know, just uh, raise taxes? They want people that live outside of the city of Tucson. County residents. Just county residents to pay 10% more. That's right. 10% more. You think about that, huh? Um, do you even notice these things? City of Tucson. They are floating the idea if people live in unincorporated Pima County, up to ten you pay up to ten percent more for the same service. You just get a surcharge. Surcharge. Now, uh Bud Foster's reporting has some interesting information that uh most cities in the state this this is the this is what Bud does. Now, is this just so you know, so you don't freak out? Or is this him uh, basically covering, throwing some cover, throwing some shade? I don't want to say shade. Throwing some cover for the city of Tucson. He writes, 
Most cities in the state already impose a surcharge for customers outside the city limits, including a 50% surcharge in Yuma. Other cities include Phoenix, Scottsdale, Glendale, and Flagstaff. Most are 15% to 30%. They call them lift fees. In, in some cases, as in Tucson, the consideration is lift fees. Because in mountainous and hilly areas that surround Tucson, it costs more to pump water uphill and longer distances. So maybe they should pay more for that. But it's not that they're just wanting to pay more because it's just a harder job or whatever. The city of Tucson is doing it because they're broke. They're just flat out broke. Matter of fact, um, I want you to hear some of the reporting, just some of it from Bud Foster at KOLD. Uh, He talked to a homeowner and gave the number amount of homeowners that are actually, that may do this. And then you're going to hear from a guy from the city of Tucson. Uh, Andy Squire is his name. He is a spokesman for the city manager's office. Uh, But first, here we go. Yeah, let's play some of this. Tucson News Now, here we go. There are 70,000 households just like Wade's, people who live in the county, but are hooked up to city water. If the city decides and approves the plan, a $100 water bill in the city would cost $110 in the county. You literally are treating people differently based on the location where they live. But the city says raising $5 million, which the hike would do, would be a benefit to all, even those living in the county. This discussion is really about finding those dollars to meet those other capital needs that we have. We have a lot of infrastructure that's aging. We have a lot of parks amenities that are aging. Pause it. So these... Hang on. Oh, there you go. It's a tax to pay for other things. Of course, you could generate more tax revenue by people having more jobs, jobs that pay better. But when you have anti-business morons that are on the city council and the mayor, people don't want to come here. Seriously, let's go back to Regina Romero saying that she wanted uh, mandatory sick days for every Tucson employee. As long as a business had at least 10 employees and even if they earn minimum wage, they get five paid business days off, five paid days off. And she wanted to make that a law. Are you kidding me right now? Didn't they just pass a a bond? Didn't people just vote for a bond and they raise a, the sales tax? All They did it, you know, over the past couple of years, a bond and a sales tax to help pay for roads. Well, infrastructure. Well, here you go. Why don't you cut down wasteful spending? Well, you don't understand. There is no, there's, there, there's no more cutting we could do. Oh, I'm sure there is. I'm sure there is. Right. Uh, let's continue. Here we go. Infrastructure that's aging. We have a lot of parks amenities that are aging. Mm. So these dollars would be put towards that purpose. Nice. The price hike is not intended to conserve water, but it may have that result. Mm-hmm. It's to raise a few million dollars for the city, but also to induce county residents to think it might be a good idea to annex into the city. This could be ah. another tool to make that argument. Um, it could be seen as a discounted water rate discounted. by belonging to the city. I got Dis- so there. That's another thing. One, they want to raise money to help pay for other stuff because they don't know how to do budgets correctly and they fund things stupidly. There's more to it, by the way. I'll get to in a little bit. Uh, on top of that, they're trying to strong arm unincorporated areas of Pima County to say, all right, fine, we will join you, city of Tucson. You can claim us, annex us. Why would you want to join the city of Tucson with their undermanned, underfunded, 
horribly run TPD? Again, there's nothing against the officers. It's Magnus who's driving him away, and it's the city council and the mayor that let it happen. What? Why would you want to join the city of Tucson and pay more in taxes to get less services? Right? Oh, join us. You get discounted. You mean we'll pay the same? Join us. You'll get 10% off. No, no, no. Join us and you won't get a 10% hike on your water. Guess what? They already have, they already are going to make water rates go up. There's already a plan for that. They already said it. Starting next month, Tucson water customers' bills are going up. Storing the local paper, going back to, uh, what's the date on this? May 23rd. Just a couple weeks ago. Well, more on that in a second. 880 KNST, 880 I can't see the name. Oh, uh, let's go to uh, Steve first. Steve, welcome to KNST. Hello. Yeah, see, the city may control the water, but the county controls the sewer. If we had any county supervisors that had any guts whatsoever, they'd say, if you're going to do that to our county residents, we'll increase the sewer rates for all city residents and then give the county residents a rate cut to make up for the increased water. (laughs) Because the city may control the water, but the county controls the sewer. Interesting. Um, it's a whole lot easier to go drill some new wells than it is to build a sewer plant. Uh, I, I, well, here's the thing, though. You know that there's no way. They all work in cahoots. It's the same kind of thinking on the, the supervisor's board, Huckleberry, as well as the city council. So they'd never go against each other like that. Well, that's why we need to vote for some real conservatives in the county, unlike Steve Christie, who's not a whole lot different than... Uh, Bronson and Valadez and the rest of them. Yeah, I I just had a mind blank of who he replaced. Dick Um, Elias. No, Christine. Oh, you mean Ray Carroll. Ray Ray Carroll. Carroll. Yeah, Ray Carroll. Carroll. Yeah, but he's not far off the other ones either and wanting a new, you know, sales tax to, or yeah, a new tax for roads and everything else. Whatever. We need to elect some real Republicans, not the people just putting our next to their name. Well, you got to get the swamp runs deep here, my friend, and the swamp. Republicans are the one that kept Bronson in the job and helped Steve defeat an actual conservative in uh, Marla Clausen. So maybe next time. Maybe next time. You're right there. Thank, thank you, Steve. Take care, man. That's an interesting point. The county could say, all right, fine, we'll, we'll raise the rates on the sewer on the Tucson customer. Ugh. Uh, idiots on parade. They, again, just go back in. Rebudget. That's what you have to do. But there's more to it. We'll get to that in just a second. First, Chuck. Chuck, welcome to KNST. Hello, Chuck. Good morning, sir. What's happening? So, so Tucson Water's got a habit of doing this. I have a vacant home in Tucson because I've moved out of the city. And in order to keep your water on, you have to pay $25 a month for garbage collection, which I, I told them, I said, I'm not using it because there's no one there generating trash. Can I give you the cans back and stop paying the $25 a month? And they said, well, you'd have to turn your water off and let all your plants die. Wow. So, so they strong on you that they, way. They're such a scam, bunch of scam artists. This this county thing seems like misappropriation of funds because none of the city money is going to get spent on outside the city limits. Oh well, yeah, no, they 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 admitted it. They just want to basically find extra cash to pay for other things in the city of Tucson and people that don't live in the city of Tucson to pay for it. I'll also tell you that when I first moved here, I did several city of Tucson water main replacements in neighborhoods when. Uh, when the CAP water turned everybody's pipes red. Okay. Um, and they went around and bullied some people that were on their own wells. They made them cap their wells and put them on city water. 
Really? So, I mean, they're they're a bunch of Nazis. Well, I wouldn't go that far. Well, I, I mean, what it's like police and fire. I, I, you I need know. water, right? Yeah, I know, but I don't like the whole Nazi. They, I don't they like won't, the whole Nazi. Well, okay, they're, I apologize they're, they're for that. But they won't, they won't let you drill your own well. They've got you, you know, they've got you over a barrel. I would, I would say, I would say they're dic- dictatorish in that aspect. Okay, we'll go there. Okay. It's a barrel. They got you over a barrel, but it's not a barrel full of water. There you go. Exactly. You don't have any. <laughs> exactly. Oh, it's horrible. Uh, Chuck, thank you, man. Thanks for bringing that to light. I appreciate it. Have a good day. We'll get, we'll get more coming back. And people want to talk about this. And I get it, man. This is your money. Uh, did you know that there's another reason why they are raising water rates? Did you hear about this? This is incredible to me because I thought this whole problem was solved. At least the leaders of uh, Tucson and Pima County would think that. That's coming up in five. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. 727, thank you for hanging out. On Twitter at Garrett Lewis, Facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like and follow me on both. Or follow me on Twitter. You can't like it, but it is what it is. Uh, really quick, there's a lot of breaking news happening. I'm going to get to your calls. Hang on. Uh, the Supreme Court, get this, has sided with the baker that refused to make the wedding cake for the same-sex couple out there in Colorado. Hey, common sense is coming back. We'll get to that. Uh, also, did you hear about the possible serial killer up in uh, the Scottsdale area? Uh, there, there's a forensic uh, scientist, forensic psychologist, whatever, forensic guy. Um, who worked the John Benet Ramsey case? He was shot dead outside of his like law firm or someone on a street in Scottsdale. Two more paralegals were shot. Another lawyer was shot or something like that. Well, now um, and that had started Thursday. Uh, there's breaking news that the the suspect that did all this, the link to the four shooting deaths, uh, including that forensic psychiatrist that I told you about, is now being cornered in a motel, according to police. So we'll keep an eye on that as well. A lot of stuff happening on uh, first day of the week. My goodness gracious. Um, now, before I get to Doug, uh, the story from the local paper about the water going up, water hikes. You ready for this? City Council, this is going back a couple weeks ago now. City Council backed a series of water rate hikes during the next two years. Why? Increased costs related to Tucson's, Tucson Water's long-term debt, so it has been managed properly, and rising health care costs. But I thought Obamacare was going to take care of all that stuff, right? Didn't Ob- I thought Obamacare was supposed to bring down all the health care costs, make it all affordable, you get a raise, things like that. I mean, the mayor, the city council, they all love Obama and Obamacare, yet they say, they're saying they have to raise the rates because health care costs are going up. Why is that happening? They'll never correlate the two, right? Oh, yeah, and I know there's a, there's a, we've had it in there, the, uh, the mayor, where he's talked about how he wants, uh, he loves Obamacare. Right? Try to find that. Hang on. Before we do that, let's go to Doug. Doug, welcome to KNST. Hello, Doug. Hello, Garrett. Good Monday morning Same to you. Same here, man. Hey, my uh, question is simple. Uh, you ever heard of the Boston Tea Party and taxation without representation? I have. I live in Moran. I live in Continental Ranch, and uh, we are on uh, City of Tucson water. Continental Reserve is on Morana water. Uh, I purposely moved to Morana 20 years ago. Uh, to get away from the city of Tucson. Wow. So uh, how can uh, how can they possibly have these tax hikes to pay for anything other than water in the city of Tucson and not give us the right to vote in the city of Tucson? Uh, well, look, this is not unprecedented, though. As in Bud Foster's reporting, he's trying to legitimize it by telling you it happens in Phoenix, in Glendale, in Flagstaff, places like that. So, apparently, it's kosher. 
Well, it sounds like it's just a bigger opportunity for a class action lawsuit against more cities. You know what? You know who would probably be all over this is the Goldwater Institute. Unless, unless again, this is not new. Um, there's a surcharge in Yuma, Phoenix, Scottsdale, Glendale, Flagstaff. So apparently it's legal if it's happening in all these places. Well. I know, I know, I know, dude. I, listen, breath, I, I, hear, breath, I, I hear you. And again, they don't, they don't look at the root cause. It's like they're treating the symptom instead of actually uh, finding the root cause and, and solving that. So, yeah, but that might cost one of their buddies a job, so we can't have that well, there's, now. There's that. This is what happens when you have big government, and you have pensions, and you have health care, and everything promised to people, and it just, you, you know, it was a Ponzi scheme. It was a big, giant pyramid, and eventually and it was sold a bill of goods for the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and now we're paying for it now. That's what it comes yeah. down to. That's what it comes I down tell to. You. If the city of Tucson is just going to use one brain to make their decisions, I wish they could find one that actually worked. I don't see anybody there right now. At least you have Ellie Miller, the supervisors, and the city council. I mean, it's... Yes, she's in Pima County, and I fully support Ellie Miller and thank her for all she does. There you go. Doug, thank you, man. Take care. Thank you, Garrett. You got it. Bye-bye. Thank you. Now, again, this is not a done deal. They're floating it out there. So soon it'll probably be a... A done deal. Oh, uh, oh, 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 here's Mayor Rothschild talking about Obamacare. Ryan found it. Here we go. Since the ACA passed and the health insurance marketplace opened, we've reduced Pima County's uninsured rate from 17% in 2013 to 11% in 2016. The Affordable Care Act has been a godsend for thousands of Tucsonans. There you go. Uh, however, rising health care costs are causing the city council to raise water rates starting next month. Rising health care costs, long-term debt to Tucson water. It's a godsend. And your bill's going up. More taxes. More taxes. <laughs> yep. All right. So you can comment 880-KNSC, 880-5678. More on, and we'll get this coming up now from Fox, but uh, more on in just a few minutes. We'll talk about it, too. The uh, Supreme Court 7-2 in favor of that that uh, baker. That didn't want to bake a, a wedding cake for a gay wedding. We'll get to that coming up. Here's Fox. Shun. You don't mean to say it? I don't think Ryan's you wondering if my wife was just talking a lot, which is what caused the hot air. Wasn't me. It was Ryan. I deny this. Attack. Uh, hi. Three things I think you need to know. Gary Lewis with you here on KNST Abe 790. Um, number you. one. Thank you. Number one. Uh, I don't see much to this story. There, it blew up over the weekend. Uh, vi- videos went viral. I-19 in Valencia. There was a either a homeless camp or a camp where illegal aliens would, would wait until they'd go somewhere else. This veterans group said it was a child sex trafficking camp. And uh, I watched the videos. I just didn't see it. Media went out there finally. They didn't show them. They said, we're not showing you the evidence. It's locked away. Well, come on. What is that about? Uh, on top of that, on top of that, um, TBD finally went out there and they said, we don't see any evidence of this. And trust me, I know you might not be fans of the management of Magnus, but if, if somehow there was a cover-up going on, I would be na- I'd be blowing up uh, with police officers telling me, whoa, 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 you have to know what's going on here. So I don't see it. Second thing I think you need to know, uh, here in, uh, in, in Arizona, up in Scottsdale area, there was uh, apparently one guy connected to four murders, four killings, the forensic psychiatrist that worked on the John Benet Ramsey case was one of the guys killed on Thursday. There were a couple of paralegals, another person, all all killed. They believe by this one guy, 
And now uh, police in air, up in Scottsdale think they have him cornered in a motel room. That's what's going on there. Third thing I think you need to know, you just heard it, Supreme Court. Supreme Court has ruled in favor of a Colorado baker that refused to make a wedding cake for a same-sex couple, for a gay wedding. Uh, the media is calling it narrow. In what world is 7-2 to two a narrow ruling? We'll get to that. Three things I think you need to know. Unless they're willing to go on the air, you know? No, he won't. <clears throat> I'll oh. tell you about it during the break and why. Okay. Okay. So we have a lot going on, um, in, in, uh, including, again, the, the whole water story and things like that. But what, what more can be added there? Uh, however, the story, the Supreme Court going with that baker. Now, this only makes sense. Right? It only makes sense. Now, I'll look at it this way. Again, you have this baker in Colorado. And his life, is Jack Phillips, his life is basically ruined. Because um, these two guys, Charlie Craig, David Mullins, went to his masterpiece cake shop. They wanted a custom-made wedding cake. And the owner said, listen, I, I, can't, I can't make you a wedding cake. Goes against my religious beliefs. Didn't say I hate gays. Didn't say I won't sell you probably a cupcake or another cake or whatever. And these guys got so mad, they, they went to the government. And a state civil rights commission sanctioned this, this baker, Jack Phillips, after this gay couple filed a formal complaint. And then they went from one court to the next court to the next court, all the way to the Supreme Court years later. I mean, this is six years later now. And the Supreme Court ruled in favor of the baker, seven to two. Seven to two. Uh, Fox News reports in a seven to two decision that justices set aside a Colorado court ruling against the baker while stopping short of deciding the broader issue of whether a business can refuse to serve gay and lesbian people. But he wasn't refusing anything else. He just couldn't, in his own conscience, make the wedding cake. See, this is where I, I think I believe in the free market. Now, I think I've told this story. <clears throat> I'm Jewish. My wife, not chosen. What, is that bad? What is that? No, I, ch- no. I chose her. Yes. Please correct that. Anyway. But she's. But you've met my wife. She's basically Jewish. Doesn't Kirk. Doesn't iron. Likes to buy things. Neurotic. What's false? That's every woman, though. Point taken. I mean, granted, some of them do know how to cook. You digging cook out? Very well. You, dig, you digging out? No. You digging out? I'm just trying not to be stereotyping too much. Why start now? Because <laughs> I want to make it to my car and go home <laughs> after the show. <laughs> Oh, uh, okay. So anyway, um, when we got married, uh, we had a rabbi and a non-denominational minister. And let me tell you something. There were some rabbis that wouldn't marry us. Unless you're both Jewish, I can't do it. All right. I respect your beliefs. Not a problem. If we went to go get our wedding cake and they were like, oh, I just, just you know what? Uh, just, I just can't do it. I, you know, I'm Christian. Maybe they didn't want the Jew thing. I, whatever. I'd be like, you know what? I think you're a moron. Whatever, I move on. And it's okay to think someone is stupid or a moron. It's okay. It's okay. These guys could have gone to a different baker and said, I, do you want our 1200 bucks for a wedding cake? Yes, I do. All right, great. Bake it for us. Going to make somebody do something? Who cares? Um, one of the guys, David Mullins, one of the guys from the gay couple, he talked about this case as a symbol. It's the rights of gay people to receive equal service in business. 
about basic access to public life. I'm sorry, when do you have access to a wedding cake? What if what if you can't afford it, right? What if you can't afford it? What if you're like, you know, I really want the wedding cake. I just can't afford it. Like, I'm not going to make it for you. What, what, what are you against poor people? Discriminating against someone because I just don't have money? Is that the next thing? This baker lost his business, had to let employees go because his business went under because of this. But you know what? He said, it's not about turning away these customers. It's about doing a cake for an event, a religious sacred event that conflicts with my conscience. It doesn't mean you hate gay people. So this is a big deal. And again, I just don't understand the media spin. Narrow decision. It was seven to two. You ever think you'd uh, find your way out of this? I mean, remember when this story came up and Obama's president and we're like, what is going on? What has happened? This None of this makes sense. And for a while, for a good eight-year span, nothing did make sense, right? And to add to it, Donald Trump becoming president, that definitely didn't make sense, even if you agreed with everything like I did uh, with what he was saying. You notice how things are starting to make more sense now? If you're on my team, we you feel like you're getting some wins now, like me? Get out of the TPP, out of the Paris uh, climate uh, situation. Um, out of the Iran deal, moving the embassy uh, in 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 uh, Israel, um, tax cuts, regulation cuts. I mean, it just feels like things are headed in the right direction again, right? And as this is happening, by the way, notice we're not in a malaise. Where you know what? Why is the, what I want to know is with the great economic numbers that we had on Friday, and it seems like we're having them every single month, right? Why isn't the media calling this the new normal? You notice how quick they were to call Obama's awful economy the new normal? Those jobs, they're just not coming back. They're just not coming back. Right? They're not saying that. This isn't the new normal. They don't want it to be normal. It's as if the media wants to, they wanted to legitimize suffering and depression and, and, Economic slowness and recession. And when things are going well, they kind of want to hide it from you. Today is Trump's 500th day in office, by the way. Right? You were right. I called it. We're trying to find it. We'll get to that in a second. Yeah. Um, so, the, it's the 500th day in office. The White House has put out 60 great accomplishments the Trump administration did. Zero reporting on it. Versus the cheerleading they gave in the Obama administration, by the way. Oh, and you know who said something about that? Billy Boy Clinton. Did you hear about this? You probably didn't because nobody... I don't really like to pay attention a lot on the weekends because I think everybody that's on those Sunday shows are just dumb as hell. Um, play 133 real fast. I think we have time for it. 133. Uh, Bill Clinton um, asked by Mo Rocca about Obama. Here we go. You hear from Trump supporters who say, you know, the press slobbered all over President Obama. He could do no wrong. And now this guy can do no right. What gives? That there's a kind of whiplash. Well, there is, they did treat him differently uh, than other Democrats and Republicans because they... Why? There was the political press. Uh, I, you know, I don't know. Did, they liked him. 
And they liked no. having the first African-American president. And he was a good president. Oh! I don't agree with President Trump's assessment of his service. So he's black. Ah, that's okay. Who are the racists now? 751. There's more of this. By the way, the two uh, justices that voted uh, against the dissented, 7 to 2, Ginsburg and Sotomayor. Could have seen that one a mile away. 751, it is KNST. Ba, ba, ba. Hello, 809. It's Monday. It's June 4th. It is your morning ritual. With me, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. All right, three things I think you need to know. Number one, um, there were reports over the weekend about a child sex trafficking camp in Tucson, I-19 in Valencia. TBD checked it out, said, we don't see that. We just see it looks like uh, an abandoned camp that illegals used. Uh, I saw videos. I didn't see it. But the they're still they're still saying that it actually is there. Media went there; they didn't show any evidence, but they still say it's there. Second thing that I think you need to know: uh, there could be a serial killer up in the Scottsdale area. Uh, the forensic psychiatrist that worked on the Jean Benet Ramsey case, another high profile one, was shot dead on Thursday. A couple of paralegals were shot dead last week. Another another person as well. Uh, reports say this morning, the police up there in uh, the valley are closing in on the suspects. They, they believe they have them in... I've seen reports in a, in a motel room, so hopefully they'll catch this person. Third thing I think you need to know, Supreme Court rules 7-2 to in favor of the baker. In Colorado, they refused to bake a wedding cake for a gay couple because he didn't believe in gay marriage, went against his, his religious beliefs. Finally, common sense coming back. Three things I think you need to know. So we have that. Now... Just played for you the uh, Bill Clinton sound bites from yesterday morning where he said the media is nicer to Trump. I'm sorry, nicer to Obama because they liked him and they they liked the fact that he was black. You know what? Play that one more time if you don't mind. I, because there's something that also occurred to me that I, I have a feeling somebody else in the station will bring up. Funny how this... Uh, um, no, 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 no. Let's do number 133. Here is... Uh, Bill Clinton on, uh, was it one of the Sunday shows on CBS? Here we go. You hear from Trump supporters who say, you know, the press slobbered all over President Obama. He could do no wrong. And now this guy can do no right. What gives? That there's a kind of whiplash. Well, there is, they did treat him differently uh, than other Democrats and Republicans because they, Why? there was the political press. Uh, I, you know, I don't know. Did, they liked him. And they liked having the first African-American president. And he was a good president, I think. I don't agree with President Trump's assessment of his service. You wouldn't. Uh, They liked him. They liked having the black president. You know what it reminds me of? Remember when Donovan McNabb went into the NFL, black quarterback? And Rush was on ESPN for like two episodes of their Sunday NFL show. And it was Rush's take. And he was a bit controversial. He said, look, I think McNabb's overrated. He was a good quarterback, I think. But he said, I think he's overrated because every time he does bad things, the media doesn't want to criticize him because they want to see a black quarterback succeed. And he got thrown off ESPN at that point because of that. Same thing with Obama. They wanted to see a black president succeed. Shouldn't matter what your color is. If you're doing good, you're doing good. If you're doing bad, you're doing bad. So that happened. This is funny. 134. Apparently uh, a neighbor of theirs 
neighbor of theirs, not a fan of Hillary, had a had a uh, locker up sign, I guess, in his window. So uh, good old uh, Billy Boy. Um, oh, you didn't put that one in? No, I. You know what I did? You taped over it. I did. You recorded over. That's all right. I'll I can get it right now. Hang on. Sorry. I think I think I can get it right. Hang on. All right. What's the bigger story? Tucson water charging more? You went right over that. All right. Throw me up over there if you don't mind. This, uh, wait, 8-11. Hang on. I got to get the exact stuff. Uh, here we go. Listen to this. There's a Trump supporter here in town that I walked past his house with my dogs. He had a locker up poster in his front window. And I said to him, I hope you're going to make those. If you're going to do that to my wife, you make sure the prisons are comfortable because you're going to have a lot of company of your supporters in there. <laughs> right. And you know what he said? I was just trying to be civil to him. And he said, Obama and Hillary started the second civil war. So there's division. But there, underneath that, there's a core of fundamental decency. You know, he's missing the whole point of, of why Trump won. Because Obama and Hillary did cause this divide. And people had enough, and they were mad. Trump talked about America coming together. Well, how he wanted to build a wall. Hillary said, building bridges, give me a break. People were being left behind, and they knew it. And Bill Clinton's laughing about this. Throw me up over there if you don't mind. I'm not done yet. That can be really skewed when people feel abused, left out, or looked down on. There you go. Yeah, yeah, people can get really upset when they're looked down on. We'll get to that look down on in just a second. Uh huh. Let's do one thirty-five now. Because wait, 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 wait. wait. I didn't know the one more. Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, no. I'm just, I'm just thinking. I'm doing the pregnant pause. So, Bill said he couldn't be elected today. Bill said he couldn't be elected today. Want to talk about being looked down upon, and talk about being out of touch. Well, let's do the out-of-touch first. Clueless. Here we go. Listen to this. I don't like all this. I, I couldn't be elected anything now because I just don't like embarrassing people. My mother would have whipped me for five days in a row when I was a little boy if I spent all my time bad-mouthing people like this. First thing I thought of is the women that he, uh, <clears throat> you know, had the romps with that accused him of rape and stuff like that, and then they, he sent his attack dog, James Carville, to call them trailer trash, trailer park trash, and blah, 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 you know. Really? Really, Bill? And then something else occurred to me when he said, I, I just don't like embarrassing people. Let's play 136. Is this embarrassing people? You could put half of Trump supporters into what I call the basket of deplorables. <laughs> the racist, sexist, homophobic, xenophobic, Islamophobic, you name it. You want to talk about uh, dividing people, embarrassing people, dividing them? Yeah, Bill, your wife did that, dude. Your wife. I mean, talk about, again, just clueless. They still don't get why Trump won. They still don't get why he connects with people. And it's not because Trump's Trump and he says sometimes entertaining, sometimes crazy, sometimes sane, entertaining things. It's because he's representing the people. The people. That's what it comes down to. 
Um, Trump embarrasses people. You couldn't do it. Trump embarrasses people too much. Let's hear some more. Comfortable with the idea of a woman president. It doesn't fit into the the stereotypes we all carry around in our head. And a lot of the sexism and the misogyny mm. was in service of these attitudes. Like, you know, we really don't want a woman commander in chief. No, we just didn't want you. We didn't want you. You want some more uh, division? You play the next one. Here we go. He was quite successful in referencing a nostalgia that would give hope, comfort, settle grievances for millions of people who were upset about gains that were made by others. What you're saying is millions of white people. Millions of white people. Yeah, millions of white people. Wow. And then when asked about the deplorables, of course, Hillary. Well, I thought Trump was behaving in a deplorable manner. Mm. I thought a lot of his appeals to voters were deplorable. I thought his behavior, as we saw on the Access Hollywood tape, was deplorable. And there were a large number of people who didn't care. It did not matter to them. And he turned out to be uh, a very effective reality TV star in mm. our presidential that, though, campaign. When you said basket of deplorables, you energized. No, but they were already energized. But they, you offended some people who, who didn't personally well, feel deplorable I, at I all. Don't, I don't buy that. I don't buy that. <laughs> I'm sorry I gave him a political gift of any kind. That was a gift. But I don't think that was determinative. No. You know, when I just say they're all racist, sexist, this, that, blah, blah, I mean, I'm, that they really are. But you're right, Bill. Uh, you know what? You couldn't get elected because you don't like to embarrass people. <laughs> uh, one more from Hill. It reported that as first lady, Hillary led the effort to disparage her husband's woman accusers who were dismissed as bimbo eruptions. In November, she wrote on her Twitter page. She said, every survivor of sexual assault deserves to be heard, believed, and supported. That's interesting. I was never heard and supported. And, and believed. She, she tried to basically derail me. Bimbo eruptions. Listen, I don't like to embarrass anybody. No, 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 no. Oh, we have so many more. But you get the idea, right? I mean, we could even get into the fact that she said that women. Remember the women thing? Women. They listened to their husbands. The husbands said, you better vote for Trump. Stupid women. They don't even know what the hell they're doing, these stupid women. They just don't have a clue. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's true. And not just any women, by the way. What the heck? You know what? Play it. Play that up there. I just put it in the control screen. Democrats, going back to my husband <laughs> and even before, but just in recent times, going back to Bill and, and, and uh, our candidates and then President Obama, have been losing the white vote, including white women. Uh, we do not do well with white men, and mm. we don't do well with married white women. Um, and part of that is a, an identification with the Republican Party uh, and a, uh, a, a sort of ongoing pressure uh, to uh, vote the way that your husband, your boss, uh, your son, whoever, uh, believes you should. Just would have done your own thing and not listen to your husband. It would have been so much better. So much better.
888-KNST, 880-5678. Got a great message on Facebook. Remember, Garrett, we like Trump because we're racists, and we didn't like Obama because we're racists. You get it? We're racist? Well, we're just, apparently we're just racists. Do we need a big Starbucks video to teach us about our biases? Probably. Probably. <laughs> mandatory, <laughs> mandatory nationwide training. Exactly. Okay. Oh, my God. Sorry. Mark, welcome to KNST. Hi. I'm uh, doing great, Garrett. Good. And uh, hi to you. Another day of paradise, bro. Nice. Yeah, man. Regarding Hillary, it wasn't the fact that she's a woman. It was the fact that the Democrats trotted out the most despicable, unqualified, uh, creepy woman I've ever heard of. You know, and it's, <laughs> just the way, it's just the way it is, man. It's been that way for 50 years. She's just awkward. She's not likable. You know? Not in the not in the least. You, you know, know I, I have nothing against women and I would vote for a woman president if we had somebody that was uh, qualified that would do the job and, and Trump's a breath of fresh air. He re- he is. Look, you know, when it comes to Hollywood, when it comes to anything, it's a win. You know, you win as a politician by getting elected, getting the most votes. You win in uh, in Hollywood by getting people to um, buy the most tickets to your movie, right? You got to be likable. You could be a great, you know, as a talk well, show host. Do you? Yeah. Could, hang on, hang on. You could be a great talk show host, but if you come across as a not likable jerk, no one's going to listen to you. And no oh, you know, Trump was say what you want by well, the stuff that he said the, he was likable. Th- Hillary wasn't. The only thing is, is that uh, this is what draining the swamp looks like, man. Yes, you are a thousand percent right, and that's exactly what happened. Mark, I appreciate it, bro. Thank you very much. Uh, there's more. We'll actually get to some more highlights, by the way. Just one fast one. Apparently, there was an ugly, ugly, ugly scene on the Today Show with Billy Boy this morning. We'll get to that first. Though Brian, Brian's making me talk to you, but welcome to KNST. Hello, Brian. Hey, sir. Hey, there. I got a question about that statement from Hillary. Uh, Does that mean hen-pecked husbands don't exist? Is that like fake news, like the war on women? Because, I mean, if there are hen-pecked husbands, then how could women be forced by them to... You know, uh, vote a certain way. It just doesn't really make sense. I don't think it mathematically, you know, equates to reality. You, you mean, know? you mean, you mean, it's not, it's not 1955 anymore. <laughs> yeah, no, right. We can't just, I can't just tell my wife what to do, and she'll gleefully just. Well, you know, someone needs to tell Hillary. You know, we're not wearing suits and ties to baseball games anymore, girl. Days are over. Exactly. You know, times are past. <laughs> this is why you like this show. This is why I'm glad you listen. <laughs> Thank you very much, Brian. Have a good See you, bud. Take care. I'm telling you. Do between this, um, uh, between this, between Bill, just the media just giving it to him, which I think is hilarious. The Supreme Court uh, simply saying again, um, we side with the Colorado Baker. Again, the free market. It's like you got to go back to school. If you don't like something, all you have to do is not buy it. And that's essentially what the Supreme Court said. If you don't like, listen, you don't, might not like what the guy thinks or, does or says, says or does, but you don't have to buy the cake. It's not like there's only one place to buy a cake. They make you buy health insurance or you get a penalty or a tax, right? You say no, they throw your butt in jail. You can go buy a cake at 50 other bake, you know, a grocery store, for God's sakes. Eh, whatever. We'll continue. Don't go anywhere. KNST AM 792 sounds most stimulating talk. Just so you know, you can listen at home by telling Alexa, play KNST on iHeartRadio. Yeah, enjoy the stimulation.
Do it. 840. Gary Lewis with you. I like this song. Hey, it's a hangover, right? And they get, yeah, when they walk into the big suite at Caesars. Come on. You're not a man. Three things I think you need to know. Gary Lewis with you. What? It, okay, make the case for a man. Compared to who? You? Me, then maybe you are. Uh, who installed your fans at your house? That's right. I am a man. It's not one of the things that I think you need to know. <laughs> Number one. It was me. Yep. Uh, there, there were reports. They went viral. A veterans group says they stumbled upon a a camp that was used for child sex trafficking right here in Tucson at I-19 in Valencia. Uh, TPD went out there said there is none there. And I'm having sources tell me that's true, that other people, on top of that, other law enforcement telling me, nope, 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 not there. Odd things, strange. We'll get to this coming up, but... Um, um, that that it's just not there. It's just not there, and and yet people are going crazy about this stuff, asking me to actually get on it. But uh, we talked about it the first hour of the show. We'll hit it up in the next hour. I don't see it. Second thing I think you need to know uh, is that uh, the the bakery case. Remember this: the baker up in Colorado who wouldn't sell a wedding cake or make one for a gay wedding because once again it went against his religious beliefs. Supreme Court ruled this morning seven to two. 7-2, to two, that he was in the right. And we'll have apparently, because the, the media is calling it narrow, and everybody's flipping out, going, oh my God, how can it be narrow, 7-2? We have a retired lawyer who's going to give us a quick explanation of that coming up in just a second. Third thing I think you need to know uh, is that you have um, a possible serial killer, serial shooter up in the Scottsdale area. Uh, four people killed since Thursday. One of them, the forensic psychiatrist that worked on the JonBenet Ramsey case. A couple of paralegals killed, another legal person killed. Uh, police up there in uh, the Scottsdale area think they have this guy in a motel room, but we're not sure yet. Hopefully they catch this guy before he does anything else uh, that's insane. Three things I think you need to know. Really quick, let's go to Joel, and we'll play Bill Clinton coming up. Joel, welcome to KNST. Hello. Hi. Hey. Uh, thank you. Sure. Yeah, you asked how can a 7-2 to two decision be called narrow. It wasn't the vote that was narrow. It was the decision, the opinion that was written very, very narrowly. Uh, they didn't get to the underlying constitutional questions at all. Uh, what they found was uh, the uh, Colorado Administrative Agencies, the Civil Rights Division and yes. Commission, were actively hostile to him, and he's entitled to an impartial, neutral uh, uh, due process. Uh, oh. For example... The commission had uh, ruled in favor of bakers who had refused to write anti-gay messages, but they ruled against the baker who did not want to write a pro-gay message. Uh, the uh, transcripts, uh, well, I mean, they were just basically hostile to religion generally. So that was the narrow decision. He did not have due process. Ah, so they're saying he basically got hosed on the original deal, whatever that state agency was in Colorado that said you have to do this, and the fact that you can't, we're shutting you down now. Uh, yeah, so they didn't get to, you know, he was right, he has his his uh, right to freely exercise his religion. So they, nev- know, they never answered the, the question. The, the, the they, statute. Yeah, they never answered the question if the government can actually force you to do something, make something, participate in a same-sex wedding. They did. They, they did not... Rule on that. Yeah. Um, From what I can read. 
Yeah, well, yeah, right. They 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 didn't go into that uh, at all. Well, they discussed uh, how uh, religious freedom still has to yield to a neutral general statute. Uh, so it, I'm not confident in uh, the Baker's uh, position even after this ruling. So you think it might get overturned again and the government can force people? I mean, if the government can force people to buy health insurance, to buy a product, even if they don't want it, I guess why couldn't they ever just say, you know what, we think you're mean and you're a bad person, you must make something if someone wants it. Yeah, um, you know, I didn't read the uh, Colorado Civil Rights or Anti-Discrimination Statute. Uh, I just, you know, went to the question you asked. Which is, you know, even though it's a wide vote, the decision was written narrowly. So there's not a whole lot of presidential value in this. Okay. I gotcha. So we shouldn't get that excited. Right. Man, this is why nobody likes lawyers. Yeah, well... You're killing my fun! You're killing it! Well, yeah. um, That's okay. Fortunately, I'm in remission. I'm no longer in practice. (laughs) Uh, Hey, Joel, thank you for the legal uh, legalese. I appreciate it, man. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Take care. Bye-bye. So we have that, which is nice. Anyway, at least it didn't just say over like, oh, yeah, they had the right to totally screw him over. Well, they, he didn't really have, again, a, he had a hostile a hostile uh, agency coming after him, and it was an agency of the government. All right, let's continue. Uh, let's play Bill Clinton this morning. Just minutes ago on the Today Show, a reporter asked about the Me Too movement, things like that, uh, and this took place. Here we go. One of the things that this, this Me Too era has done, it's forced a, a lot of women Uh, to speak out. One of those women, Monica Lewinsky, she wrote in an op-ed that the Me Too movement changed her view of sexual harassment. Quote, he was my boss, he was the most powerful man on the planet, he was 27 years my senior, with enough life experience to know better. He was at the time, at the pinnacle of his career, while I was in my first job uh, out of college. Looking back on what happened then, through the lens of Me Too now, do do you think differently or feel more responsibility? No, I felt terrible then. And I came to grips with it. Did and you ever apologize no, to and No, yes. And nobody believes that I got out of that for free. I left the White House $16 million in debt. But. So we started the Clinton Foundation. Typically, Made have bank. ignored Ooh. gaping facts in describing this. And I bet you don't even know them. Ooh. This was litigated 20 years ago. Two-thirds of the American people sided with me. They were not insensitive to that. I had a sexual harassment policy when I was governor in the 80s. I had two women chiefs of staff when I was governor. Women were overrepresented in the attorney general's office in the 70s for their percentage in the bar. I've had nothing but women leaders in my office since I left. Man, is he scrambling. You are giving one side and omitting facts. Mr. President, I am not, I'm not trying to present a side. I'm no, not, no, I'm, you asked me if I agreed. The answer is no, I don't. And I, well, I asked if you'd ever apologized, and you said you had. I have. You've apologized to me. I apologize to everybody in the world. It is important to me that everybody who has been hurt mm-hmm. know that the sorrow I feel is genuine. Oh, yeah. First and most important oh, yeah. in my family. Oh, yeah. Monica Lewinsky and her family. But you didn't apologize to her. I have not talked to her. 
Do you I, feel I, like I you owe it, her an apology? No. I, I, I do not. I've never talked to her. But I did say publicly on more than one occasion that I was sorry. Wow. That's very different. The apology was public. That's better. I think a private apology is owed. Oh, I think this thing has been, it's 20 years There's ago. James Patterson bailing him out. Let's talk about JFK. Let's talk about yeah. you know, LBJ. Stop already. I don't think President, you think President Kennedy should have resigned? Do you believe President Johnson should have resigned? Wow. Someone should ask you these questions because of the way you formulate the questions. Mm. I dealt with it 20 years ago plus, and the American people, two-thirds of them stayed with me. And I've tried to do a good job since then with my life and with wow. my work. Yeah, That's sure. all I have to say to you. That's all I have to say to you. Now get out of here as you give me publicity for my new novel that I have. I'm the victim. He said he was the victim. I left $16 million in. I was the victim. Wow. That's the likability factor. Man, did he bamboozle so many people back in the 90s. Holy smokes. I don't owe her a face-to-face apology for ruining her life. Becoming the butt of jokes. Hell no do I owe her an apology. Wow. Oh, there's more. Oh, there's more. Throw me up over there real quick. That was sort of the end of the interview. I'll put this whole clip up at KNST.com. Listen, hang on. In 2018, with, with everything that's, that's going on with the Me Too movement, mm-hmm. how would you have approached the accusations differently? Well, I don't think it would be an issue because people would be using the facts instead of wow. the imagined facts. If wow. the facts were the same today, I wouldn't. In 1998, wow. President Clinton shocked the world. First denying, then admitting to an affair with then White House intern Monica Lewinsky. Hang on, we'll do more of this coming up in the next hour. I didn't, the facts, well, he lied about it and then admitted to it. Wow. Uh, by the way, we'll uh, get to this more besides Bill Clinton. Um, we'll get into that uh, non, I, I don't think it's a, it's a story. I don't think so. Uh, about the, that camp that was founded, I-19 in Valencia. Uh, also... You know, Bill and Hillary are making fools of themselves. Uh, people were asked, though, who is the leader of the Democratic Party? Wait till you hear what the polling suggests. <clears throat> it's awesome. It's coming up. KNST AM 792 sounds most stimulating talk. What's up? It is your morning ritual. Me, Garrett Lewis. KNST AM 792 Sons. Most stimulating talk. Three things I think you need to know. Number one. Number one. Uh, there is a, There was some kind of, uh, not a, either a homeless camp or a camp that illegal aliens used at I-19 in Valencia. And this veterans group claims that it was child sex trafficking, cartel involvement, illegals, you name it. I watched videos. I got hit up all weekend long on, on Facebook, on Twitter. And, um, on for, well, I didn't see anything. I didn't see any evidence of it. TPD was brought out there. They didn't see any evidence of it either. And I have, uh, listen, my sources are telling me that TPD did investigate this. Um, and 
my sources are telling me they feel it's more about this uh, this vet group getting press than anything else. So we'll we'll get more on that coming up. Second thing that I think you need to be know, uh, the Colorado baker. Remember him? He was uh, he refused to bake a wedding cake for a gay couple. Well, the court, Supreme Court ruled in his favor 7-2 that he didn't get a fair shakeout in the state of Colorado, that whatever state agency it was was biased against him, was hostile against him. So they didn't say, this is okay. They just said, you didn't get a fair uh, a, a fair trial, basically. You, you, nothing was fair about it. The state agency was against you from the get-go. So we have that. Third thing I think you need to know is, is that... Uh, in Scottsdale, they have, they apparently, I, I, I'm seeing reports, he's dead, he's not dead. This serial shooter that killed uh, Jean-Benet Ramsey, forensic psychiatrist, along with three other people starting on Thursday, it seemed to all be in the legal profession. Um, they had him, they tracked this person down, the suspect. Yes, now it's being reported that he uh, dead. Um, uh, police confirm the suspect is now dead. Um... He was at an extended stay America near Shea Boulevard and Scottsdale Road. Nobody else was injured, so that guy is now dead. People can breathe easy. Three things I think you need to know. Um, 59-year-old guy. So, you have that. All right, so, uh, oh, that 59-year-old was uh, was dead at the scene. Uh, Stephen Pitt, that's the guy. That's the guy. I haven't, had, I haven't seen anything else about the actual person. That was the killer. So we have that. All right. Um, now, back to the Bill Clinton thing real quick. We have a couple more sound bites to get through, and we'll get reaction. 880-KNST, 880-5678. The Me Too. Oh, he li- yeah, let's play that one. They just Well, no, 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 let's do the one before. Let's do the one before. Can take a quick call? In a sec. <laughs> Will you stop? You feel guilty. Um, and it's okay. I don't, actually. Okay, fine, then don't. Bill Clinton this morning on NBC, the whole video is on my page at KNST.com. He got aggressive, he got angry, he got uncomfortable. He's not used to this stuff. Listen, to, you know, does he want to say fake news? Now you know why Trump goes off on the media? Anyway, listen to what uh, the reporter said from the Today Show. And Bill, here we go. You're asking, well, don't we have a right to change the rules? Yes. But you don't have a right to change the facts. Clinton says critics are now pouncing in light of the Me Too movement, but... He stands by his decision to fight impeachment rather than resign. So a lot of the facts have been conveniently omitted to make the story work. But I think partly because they're frustrated that they got all these serious allegations against the current occupant of the Oval Office and his voters don't seem to care. I think I did the right thing. I defended the Constitution. Mm, wow. You think this president's been given a pass with regards to the... The, the women who have come forward and accused him of sexual misconduct? Oh, well, I think that, uh, no. But it hadn't gotten anything like the coverage that you would expect. <laughs> he didn't, whatever he did, he didn't do it in the Oval Office. Trump, whatever he did, if he, if he did a thing with Stormy oh. Daniels, he wasn't, the, he wasn't the president. Nope. One more. Uh, on the Me Too movement, Bill Clinton, here we go. I like the Me Too movement. Sure it's way you do. I think the... It doesn't mean I agree with everything. I still have some uh, questions about some of the decisions which have been made. This March, Monica Lewinsky pinned an op-ed in Vanity Fair taking responsibility for her part in the scandal, but also admitting that years later she was diagnosed with PTSD from the unrelenting public scrutiny. 
one of the things that this, this Me Too era has done, it's forced a, a lot of women uh, to speak out. One of those women. There you go. And we played the other stuff earlier in the last, uh, in the last hour. It was incredible. I mean, he, literally the fireworks going off. Bill's not used to this stuff, man. He's out there on a publicity tour for a book that he and James Patterson wrote, I guess. I mean, I don't even, to be honest, I don't even know. And I don't care. I don't care to know. James Patterson's trying to bail his buddy out. He is just squirming, man. Squirming. And it's hilarious. Me too. This guy's all the, the years of Bill Clinton doing all kinds of bad stuff. All these women coming out for over decades. And he's, yeah, I'm all about this. I love this, by the way. Uh, Showbiz 411. Roger Friedman. Is he, is he a critic? I don't even know Roger. Anyway. Um, the headline. Bill Clinton book PR backfires ambushed by NBC. Today's show on Monica Lewinsky's story. Why is it an ambush? Because like our pal, they didn't stick to the questions, the questions they gave him exactly. ahead of time. Exactly. David Garcia. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's not an ambush. It's a, it, these are it's questions. Yes. This is why Martha McSally won't come on the show or Jeff Flake, John McCain, any of these people. You know what it is, too? Tell you me. ask a question and has very has a, a answer, but the answer may spark a side question. Yes, exactly. Where if that guy didn't ask this, if he didn't follow up that reporter and say, do you not owe an apology face to face to her? Because I apologized. Well, do you not? Oh, if he didn't ask that, people would say, man, what kind of a reporter are you? And, and this guy apparently still cares, whoever that reporter is. I don't even know who a reporter is. doesn't even matter to me right now. But good, good job on him for asking those questions. Good job. Awesome. Just awesome. Hang on. Ken, you've been waiting a long time. Welcome to KNST. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Welcome to KNST. Hey, this is Ken. I've... I've uh been holding for a comment yes for, uh, so go ahead no no you're on the air ken go ahead buddy hey garrett yes what a joke is there that you've been talking about this morning but i think it's a complete and utter ignorance about this idea about us not being ready for a woman president we just didn't care much for the most recent offering. I can tell you that had she been at the top of the ticket instead of second, I would have voted for Sarah Palin. And I would vote for Nikki Haley any time after 2020. And back in the day, I would have voted for a friend and co-conspirator of my favorite commander-in-chief in the destruction of the USSR, had she run, and it would have been legal to vote for Margaret Thatcher. There you go. I appreciate Thank you, Ken. Wow. You're not the only one, buddy. The only thing about Nikki Haley, she's doing a great job at the UN, don't get me wrong, but I keep hearing whispers that she's trying to build up her own situation, and you know what? Unless the media just builds that up and makes more out of it than they should. Um she has some establishment people. She hired some people that were never, one guy in particular was a never Trumper. Um, but anyway, we'll just have to see. But thank you, uh, Ken. I do appreciate that. No, we, I don't think many people liked. Well, she won the popular vote. Cool. Sarah Palin? No, Hillary. Oh. Um, yeah, when it came to Sarah Palin, though, yes. 
She yes, was, yes, yes. I voted for her for McCain because Palin was part of it. Nobody was inspired by John McCain. We all knew give it. Give me that face. I know. I just, but nobody was inspired by that. And again, by the way, he tweeted out over the weekend that he fully supports the House using some procedural maneuver that is extremely rare to use, where they can force a vote for amnesty. He said, "I fully support this." Well, nobody asked you. Nobody cares. What about the economy, John? Can't say anything good about it. Didn't think so. Uh, Nine eighteen. Coming back and get more reaction to this. Plus, uh, I got to get you some inside dirt from sources about what is going on um, with the uh, with this investigation down at I nineteen in Valencia, where this veterans group claims it was child sex trafficking camp. I didn't see any evidence of it, uh, and I'll play some stuff for you coming up. Don't go anywhere. It's KNSC AM seven ninety Tucson's most stimulating talk. Shun. No, no, I don't think so. 923, Gary Lewis with you. 105 today. It should be investigated. Though. You know, yes. When I grew up on Long Island and I'd watch the, the news, rarely, when I was a child, they'd say how hot it would be in the Phoenix area, and I'd be like, how can people live in that area? Now he's at 105, like it's nothing. They freak out in New York when it's like 93 because of the humidity. 89 outside right now. Yeah, I might as well just say this right now. Uh, the next beer club for men. Should I do a big tease for that or not? Is it worth yeah, really? Tease. Yep. I think it's something that's going to make it extra special. Kind of like Modelo. Especial. It's going to be really special. Really? Yeah. It's 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 next level cool. Especially for so people who like So when do I when do I announce it? Uh, when's the next beer club? The twenty first. Two weeks from Thursday. But it's already out there. Not for everybody. The person's already publicizing it. Call me if you know what we're talking about. Nobody's going to call. Do it Thursday. Thursday, big announcement. 710, right here on KNST. Fine. Yes. You have a terrible, terrible influence on me. All right, uh, really quick, a buddy of mine... Writes, uh, Billy Boy should thank God that social media wasn't around to call him out on his lies. And the mainstream media back then said, that's his personal life. It's not related to him running the country. Remember that? Versus now you have the uh, the porn star. She was everywhere. And then her shady lawyer, who now is being turned on by CNN because he's got some shadiness in his background. Yeah. Uh, and, and this is my buddy. He agrees with me. They hate the media, that is, that they can no longer control the narrative and can hide behind their lies. Right? And he writes, yeah, it's good that this guy asks these questions. It would have been nice if NBC asked some of these questions 20 years ago. It's true. But it, and my buddy goes, it's great to hear him squirm. You could hear it through the radio, the squirming, right? You totally can. So anyway, really quick, uh, on this I-19 and Valencia situation, what's the hashtag that they're using? Uh, backyard brawl. You saw that, didn't you? I just did. <laughs> Amazed. I just Oh, my God. She is lucky she is not my daughter. Some, hang on, time out. Ryan just scrolled through Twitter. And some girl goes by the Twitter name Clara Feminist, at Clara Feminist, uh, took a picture of a white, looks like a white dresser or something, white piece of furniture, and it says the F word Trump. And it's kind of mustardy brown color. And she tweets, 
I just wrote bleep Trump with my poop. Okay. <laughs> What's the first comment? <laughs> that's funny. Did you get a show on TBS yet? That, that's, and then her response was, you're so cool. Everyone look at him. Uh, he's verified. Yes, he's verified. Stop bleeping mansplaining me. What does that even mean? Seems like she was going for the attention to start yeah, with. Yeah, I think so. And we just pointed it out. Now that's, she's mad. That's funny. All right, anyway, Sorry. on this uh, Operation Backyard Brawl, again, there's, there's homeless camps. There's this vets group that goes around, and they try to find homeless vets living out in, in the desert. And they claim they stumbled upon this area that they claim was used for child sex trafficking because there was like a crib and a small area that only kids could climb up. I mean, I, I watched the videos. I didn't see it. TBD finally got enough calls. They went out there. They didn't see it. Then I have some, uh, some and I'm telling you, I'm... Well, I don't like Magnus either. I don't trust Magnus. I don't like Magnus. I don't like the council. But if there were people uh, on the TPD force that said there's bad stuff going on and they're trying to cover it, they would let me know. I have a law enforcement person telling me TPD did investigate this this thing. This is more about the vet group getting press and being relevant. Uh, Tucson police would have no reason not to fully investigate, and the vets are contaminating any evidence that might be present and supposedly have evidence they are not turning over to law enforcement. Uh, There are odd things at the camp, but no clear evidence of sex trafficking. Any hope of really addressing it has been interrupted by grandstanding and scene disruption by the vets. And one of these vets happens to be a uh, former Navy SEAL, retired Navy SEAL. Matter of fact, let's play the KVOA story. KVOA sent a reporter out there. Um, and, and just so you can get a grip on what exactly is happening. Um, let's play number 132. This is a reporter for KVOA. What you're going to first hear is a woman with this vet group named Addie Rivera. Listen to this. Here we go. Anybody that walks through that site will clearly know that that's sex trafficking. That's children and women being abused. They have not been out here to collect any evidence. All the evidence that has been collected has been collected by us, and we have them in our possession. We asked to see the evidence. We were told it's being stored in a private area. That evidence has not been turned over to police. And that just raised red flags of me. You sit back and say... If they have all this evidence and they want this attention and everything else, why not show it? What are you hiding? Wait, I don't get it. And, and then there are people that, I mean, they, I throughout the morning, even this all, all weekend and even this morning, they're sending me videos over and over. The videos, people going on Facebook Live talking about it doesn't show me any evidence. I hope it's not true. I don't think it's true. But just because they're out there saying this stuff, I let's let you know what? Play um, 128, or we'll do 127 first. Do 127 first. Uh, 127, uh, this is the one of the guys, the Team Pulaski. Listen to this. Here we go. That was out there. And underground is this little bunker. And in that little cell, which you can't see because it's dark right now, but it goes down in the ground further. The bottom of it is lower than down here. Okay? It goes all the way down in the ground. A child can't crawl out of there. This is a child sex trafficking camp that no one wants to talk about, that no one wants to do nothing about. I, I looked. I, I just don't see it. It's the, it was the, the hole that the tire. Yeah, I know. I yeah. know what I'm saying. It was, it was a, 
but no, nobody went down into it. I, no. thought, I thought there was video of them actually in it from a from another different yeah, video no. that I saw. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing. You know nothing. No, I listen. Oh, yeah. I, I just again, you can disagree, and some people have been upset with me. But why is it going viral? What is going? Because people see the words child sex trafficking, yes. and they freak out like they should, and they share it and they like it and they do this and do that. It's like drive-by media. It's a headline. Nobody reads the story. I get it. I just, I don't see the actual evidence. They said that they were shackles or some kind of whatever. People be attached to rape trees. I'm not doubting that, but nobody says it's for kids. They do that to women. They do. It's disgusting. Anyway, uh, that's the latest. That that's You could comment if you'd like, 880-KNST, 880-5678. I just, I just don't see it. I just don't see it. And I'm not saying that I could be the end-all, be-all. I just don't see it. So uh, we'll continue. Uh, 880-KNST, 880-5678. I have an update on Samantha B. And then the 30-year-old that was forced to move out of his house. Thank you. Uh, He called the cops on his dad. You won't believe why. We'll get to that as well. Don't go anywhere. Let me tell you also about uh, Cascades of Tucson. You remember Cascades of Tucson? Oh, Cascades of Tucson, the only locally owned retirement community in Tucson. Been that way for 40 years. They have an award-winning 40-year local history. They have a passion for serving seniors. They're on six acres. The landscaping is beautiful. Uh, It's privately owned and operated, and it offers you options, okay? Active living, assisted living, respite programs. They even have a phenomenal individualized memory support program. Because when it comes to memory support, Alzheimer's, uh, dementia, I mean, those are things that are hard to deal with. To deal with people that are suffering through that, and families suffer as well as the people. I can't imagine how heartbreaking that is. Uh, They have people that are trained to work with, to to help people get a better quality of life that are suffering from this at Cascades of Tucson. They have RNs, LPNs, certified caregivers. They make up one of the most well-trained staffs in the industry, okay? And they have five different floor plans to choose from. Let me tell you something. There are still people that live at Cascades that work. They drive. They work. They just want to come up to a place and not have to worry about taking care of it. Everything's taken care of for them. You you can have, what do you want? What kind of lifestyle would you like? Uh, do you want uh, maid service? Housekeeping. They can do that for you. So it's up to you. Five different floor plans from which you can choose at Cascades. Uh, you could even uh, live above the pool. You can get mountainside views, whatever you like. You select the support and services that you need. Call Cascades today at 777-1376. Take the tour, try the food, and find out more. Go to CascadesTucson.com. Do it. Garrett Lewis with you here. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, uh, again, I'm having law enforcement sources confirm to me that uh, there is no child sex trafficking situation going on at I-19 in Valencia, and the conspiracy theorists are calling me out, which is not cool, but whatever, you do what you do. Um, I'm telling you, if there was something, these people would tell me. Uh, The second thing, the videos are out there, went viral all weekend long. Second thing that I think you need to know is that the the Supreme Court ruled, I I guess, in favor of the baker in, in Colorado who lost his business because he refused to bake a wedding cake for a gay couple for their wedding. He said it went against his religious beliefs. Uh, they said that they didn't say that it was the right thing for him to do. He had the right to do that. They said that in Colorado, the agency that went after him didn't give him a fair shot. We'll see what happens. Third thing I think you need to know 
is that that uh, serial killer up in Scottsdale shot four people, killed four people. Uh, and I'm talking about, um, I mean, the the forensic psychiatrist from JonBenet Ramsey. This started on Thursday, killed four people total. Uh, he was found and uh, police converged on him at a motel this morning in Scottsdale and he is now dead. Three things I think you need to know. Um, so really quick. Oh, I got to find this really, really, really fast. Um, this was very interesting. What's important to people? Who's the leader of the Democratic Party? Those kinds of things. Uh, CBS poll. Really quick. With the economy doing pretty well right now, would it surprise you that health care is the top issue for midterm voters? And by the way, thanks to John McCain and his lies, it's still there. Right? What do you want to hear candidates talk about in the midterm congressional campaign? 51%. Immigration. A lot said immigration. Um, some said immigration. 50, okay, 34. I'm just letting you know. That's 51% immigration. Okay. Number one, though, health care. 66%. Uh, second place, jobs and wages, 58%. Third, immigration. Let's just go. That's three. Fourth place at 44%, education and teacher salaries, because that's what's been happening. Fifth place, income inequality. Really? <clears throat> Sixth place, gas prices at 38%. Seventh, the Russia investigation at 23%. The number one thing they don't want to hear, Russia, 51% said, I don't want to hear much of Russia. Russia, Russia, Russia. Wow. How about that? So that's kind of cool. Um, now, 83% of Republicans, 84% of conservatives say they mostly like Trump's policies. Well, and CBS is trying to say, see, they don't like him. They don't like him. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Immigration. 67% of Democrats say immigration has had a positive or neutral impact on where they live. 67% of Republicans say immigration has made their area worse. It's called clueless versus not clueless. So you have that, which is nice. All right, moving on. There's more. There's more I wanted to get to you. Um, There was a poll done. Oh, where, where did it go? Where did it go? I didn't. Hang on. Bear with me. Uh, I saw the Daily Caller had this story and let me just get it on my email um basically they did polling and nobody could figure out who was the leader of the democratic party is it because they were afraid to say nancy pelosi they just didn't want to do it they literally couldn't name it they had no idea midterm voters democratic voters who leads the democratic party it was from the cbs poll Voters in key districts were asked, who is the Democratic Party's leader? Most popular answer was, there isn't one. There isn't one. Love it. 45% of midterm voters said Democrats are leaderless. Chuck Schumer got 16% of the vote. Pelosi, 15. Bernie Sanders, 13. Hillary Clinton, 4%. They're a mess. 
You know, listen, if there was a Republican poll and Republicans said we have no leader, that'd be the lead story everywhere. You know it and I know it. They're trying to suppress this stuff, right? They're trying really hard to suppress this stuff. So um, now I got to get you a fun one to you. Before, and listen, the phone lines are jammed. I'll get to you. Hang on. Remember that 30-year-old from upstate New York, this millennial loser, refused to move out of his parents' home. His parents said, get out. We wrote you a note. Get out. He went to court to try to stop it. Judge said, look, dude, you need to leave. Parents are trying to give you money, all this other stuff, blah, blah, blah. Get out. His name is Michael Rotondo. Before he left the home, now it's coming out that he called the cops on his dad. What now? Was something unfair? Listen, the parents said they didn't talk to him anymore. He didn't talk to his parents. It got uncomfortable. Dude's just a loser. Absolute loser. They said, we can help you get a job. There are jobs out there. Go get one. Why did he call the cops on his dad? Over Legos. Legos. Apparently, he told reporters his dad wouldn't let him search the basement for his eight-year-old son's Legos, so he called the police. Instead, the dad offered to look for specific items. If he found them, he'd bring them out. The Legos were found after the police arrived. Speaking of the Legos, this... I guess the dad said, this isn't a game show. I don't have a guess. I don't have to guess what's behind door number one. After shoving his station wagon with his belongings, calling the cops on his dad over Legos, the 30-year-old briefly delayed it. It was briefly delayed in his departure because he ran into car trouble. His car has a broken coolant system. It took a few tries to start. During his car trouble, he told reporters he'd said goodbye, more or less, to his parents before getting into a station wagon and leaving. Got to get his job. I mean, how embarrassing is that? Right? How embarrassing. He said he's going to have a brief stay at a B&B in Syracuse and then be off to live with a distant cousin. Oh, why would you want to invite that into your home? Makes literally no sense. Literally no sense. But whatever, that's what he's doing. So that's the latest on that loser. And that's exactly what he is, by the way. I mean, there's no two ways around it. Dude is just a flat-out loser. That's it. Flat-out loser. Give yeah. me my Legos, Dad. For his eight-year-old. For his eight-year-old. Yeah. Uh, we'll continue. 950. We know what we're going to do. What? 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 No, no, no. That's upstate New York. What's the difference? They're Canadian. New York, New York. They're Canadian. And I think above Westchester, they're Canadian. Where's Long Island sit? It's way below. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, Syracuse is up northwest, northwest part of the state near Canada. It's not the same thing. Granted, not like it's any great shakes in New York City or Long Island or anything else because they, they think like some wackos there also. But no, no, no. It's They're not good. All right, uh, Samantha B., She's in major trouble. Again, I'll explain why coming back. And then, you know what? We're going to play one more time just in case you missed it. The great local thing. Uh, Tucson trying to raise, and we heard in the news again, if you missed it, raise water rates. Raise water rates on people that don't live in the city of Tucson. They'd make people in the county pay more for that. That's coming up. Don't go anywhere. Morning ritual would be... Stop. Do we mention this? We can't mention it, can we? Which part? 
What's going on outside our building right now? We kind of can. I mean, because it's, it's such a nice area. It's Fort Lowell and Oracle. Oh, God. Come on. Wait, if you get in trouble, don't blame me. I don't, I don't see why No, well, there's a guy getting arrested outside of our front window. He's been sitting there for, what, about two hours now? About two hours, yeah. Probably because TBD was out there. Uh, well, they're behind. They're understaffed, undermanned, really quick. And they, you know, maybe they had to waste their time over at that uh, alleged child sex trafficking camp. That's not really a child sex trafficking camp at all. Anyway, uh, we'll continue. We'll continue. Uh, Samantha B. and then the Tucson Water Story coming up. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Go station. Same-sex couple loses a cake fight at the U.S. Supreme Court. On Lisa Brady, Fox News. Today's decision is limited, however. Fox's Jared Halpern is live in Washington. The Colorado Civil Rights Commission exhibited anti-religious bias when it ruled against Baker Jack Phillips. That's the conclusion of a 7-2 Supreme Court opinion. The baker had refused to create a custom cake for a same-sex wedding. But the bigger question of whether businesses can deny service because of religious beliefs was left open in this case, just as Anthony Kennedy says those challenges must wait further elaboration. Writing a concurring opinion, Justice Selena Kagan highlighted the majority's limited ruling. Lisa. Well, Jared, Attorney General Jeff Sessions praising the decision, saying the court rightly concluded that the Colorado Civil Rights Commission failed to show tolerance and respect for the Baker's religious beliefs. A man suspected of killing four people in the Phoenix area is dead after a standoff with police. Fox's Jeff Manasso has this live. Lisa, shots fired at a Scottsdale Extended Stay Hotel as Scottsdale and Phoenix police closed in on a suspect in a recent string of killings. Our tactical team did make entry into that room and located the suspect deceased from an apparent self-inflicted gunshot. Phoenix Police Sergeant Vince Lewis, no officers hurt, no other suspects are being sought, and no word yet on the unidentified killer's connection to the victims, including a psychiatrist, two paralegals, and well-known forensic scientist Stephen Pitt who consulted in the John Bonet Ramsey murder probe. Lisa. Thanks, Jeff. Late word that former President George H.W. Bush is out of the hospital in Maine, where he was treated for low blood pressure after arriving at the family's home in Kennebunkport. A spokesman says he's deeply appreciative for both the terrific care and the many good wishes he has received. Fox News, fair and balanced.